0: Hello, reader. I'm Alex. I'm Kelly. And this is The Litoy Podcast. Today, we're going to be sharing with you our top recommendations slash our reading list for 2024. So every book on this list is a 2024 release and something that you might want to add to your TBR list as well. So,
1: all right, let's kick it off, Kel. Yes. All right. First up, number one, Funny Story by Emily Henry. Emily Henry is one of those authors that's just like a go-to read for me. All of her books I just know I'm going to love because you know you're going to get that happy ending. And I'm sure Funny Story is going to be no exception. Why we want to read this one coming up, we've got, obviously, romance. I'm really excited about that. And apparently they move in as roommates together. So we've got the forced forced proximity. proximity. Always a fan. (laughs) And so Daphne and Miles both get dumped and their former significant others dump them for each other.
0: Yeah. Oh. So they meet because their significant others dumped them when they were like pretty serious. Yeah. Oh, man. And so they're like, let's band together in mutual rage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So from what I gather, she's more, you know, uptight, a little more perfectionist, a little more Mm -hmm. buttoned up, as you'd say. And he's kind of more laid back, scruffy. And I'm sure that's going to add to the polarity of their relationship. And I think it's just going to be incredible. I think we're going to do some fake dating tropes in here. And again, Got to read Emily Henry's book. Immediate read.
0: Immediate, yes. Awesome. Okay. Book two on the list, no surprise here The Familiar by Lee Bardugo. Mm. Lee is an automatic read for me. Yep. Always, always. And this one is really fun. It is set in the golden, the Spanish golden age, is is this setting, which is going to be exotic. I know. Beautiful. It's going to be beautiful and dark and I'm sure golden. (laughs) Uh, It's set in Madrid. Louisa, the main character, is a servant whose mistress discovers that she has a small magical ability and she the mistress, from what I gather, uses that to her favor um with royals, essentially. And so Louisa gets kind of caught up in being an amusement for the Royals and then it takes a turn and she gets more power, but the stakes become more perilous. Mm. And so um, I know that that there's also an interesting thing about this book. I'm just going to read it. It says, um, she also fears her Jewish bloodline will doom her to the Inquisition's wrath. So this is during the time of the Spanish Inquisition. And I thought it was really interesting kind of pulling in that other bit of history um, and different cultures. We are excited. I am excited. To <laughs> we dive. are excited. We are excited. I'm really excited to dive into this rich world um, that's different than any of these other books. Yeah. So.
1: All right, number three on our list is A Witch's Guide to Magical Innkeeping by Sangu Mandana. And really excited about this one. I love any of these, you know, romance cozy reads right now that you're just like, with a little touch of magic, it's going to be great. And this is uh, based on a character called Sarah Swan, Sarah Swan. After performing A Successful Resurrection... Mm-hmm. as one does she has lost all of her magical abilities oh bummer okay <laughs> i'm like dang. I she know. now spends her time helping her aunt run her inn in lincolnshire the gorgeous and icy historian luke larson ooh i like that name might just be the person to help her find an old spell book that could restore her magic
0: bum, bum, bum. oh
1: this is gonna be so good i love the premise of this one and we love again it's cozy romance you're gonna get a little bit of that grumpy kind of sunshine going on and it's set in quaint Adorable England, which I just feel like that hit all the notes that I love in I the know. book. So I'm like, oh, I'm so excited.
0: The Prisoner's Throne is book four for us by Holly Black. Uh, book one was The Stolen Air in this duology, so this wraps up the duology. Anything that takes place in the world of Elfame is like a yes for me with Holly, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I'm just going to read the Goodreads blurb because I feel like it's spot on. After the shocking events of The Stolen Air, Prince Oak is in deeper trouble than ever before. As his situation grows more precarious, Oak is desperate to find a way out before all of Elfheim is caught in the coming storm. So, clearly, it's just giving us all the favorite characters, yes. favorite setting on the list. Check. I'm very excited. I always love more and more backstory yep. on, like, worlds that I'm already
1: totally enthralled with. So, hundred percent. very excited. Okay, we're halfway through. Number five, Fangirl Down by Tessa Bailey. This is another automatic read for me. I love Tessa Bailey romance in general. I'm just loving her books. And this one's fun because it is not hockey romance this is like a golf romance yes so it's a little different take. i love how
0: romance readers are like we're gonna we we will take over every professional sport
1: because <laughs> i've definitely seen football i've seen basketball um obviously the ice hockey we talked about all the
0: cowboys rodeo there's
1: cowboy yeah and i just was like i don't think i've seen a golf one i'd love to are. see her t- you know i want to see how she tackles it because i'm all it's not that sexy of a sport
0: <laughs> if i'm being honest there's a lot of Sexual connotations. Like a lot of a balls going around. Shaft and, of a golf a club. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: lot of details. Anyways, um I like, I digress. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's another grumpy sunshine. I don't know why. I'm really drawn to those. Uh forks force proximity. Yep. That's a great one. And I'll just give this little spiel for it. It says, Wells Whitaker is a hot and very broody professional golfer who's not playing so well. Josephine Doyle is his number one fan, and she might just be the solution to his dwindling game. am all well, questions. <laughs> he hires her to be his caddy with a promise to split the cash from his winnings. And so much yeah. more. And so much
0: more. I wrote that paragraph. I, love I summarized it. that book. It Perfect. was like 15 paragraphs on Goodreads, and I was like, I'm going to do this more efficiently.
1: Well, there you go. If you ever need another job, you can...
0: I can summarize books. summarizing books. (laughs) If anybody's hiring. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, number six. I'm stoked for this one. Okay, it's Bride by Allie Hazelwood. Allie Hazelwood is a romance author. This book in particular is going to be very badass. Okay, so this one is paranormal. It's also vampires i'm going to read the the one sentence for it a dangerous alliance between a vampire bride and an alpha werewolf becomes a love deep enough to sink your teeth into and well oh my gosh that sounds delicious (laughs) we are so stoked to see Allie in a different genre um and to see that vampire werewolf thing play out because you know our roots Twilight, and such.
1: It's always a good I know.
0: So it is a romance, yes. It is a fantasy, yes, and it is a paranormal. Also, as a bonus book to add to your list, Allie is writing another romance novel next year. Ooh. And it's called Not in Love. It's a forbidden secret affair. Proves that all fair is fair in love and science. Ooh. So it's still Allie in the science world. Yes. I did read the synopsis on Goodreads. This one seems amazing if you love love hypothesis, all yeah. that. So... It's still Allie Hazelwood. She's still giving us that romance Mm. novel, but she's also giving us a paranormal next year. So boom, add it to the list. I'm excited.
1: And I've seen the cover of Bride and it's rad.
0: Yeah. It's really cool. cool.
1: And I love that she's still writing in her like stem romance because that's really what she's known for. And it's needed. So yeah. Thank you, Allie. All right. Moving along. Number seven, we have House of Flame and Shadows by Sarah J. Maas. And this is the third book in the Crescent City series. I'm not even sure if it's the final book or not.
0: I don't know if Sarah knows. I feel like
1: Sarah's just got a lot to say with this one. So (laughs) I'm curious if it's going to end or if we've got more. But uh, here are several reasons why we want to read it. One, it is the possible conclusion to the series. Possibly not. Not sure. And well, book two left us on quite the cliffhanger. So I'm like... What's going to happen? We need to know. So hopefully we find out right away. Like, I'm so invested in her worlds and her characters. And as we've seen, Sarah's starting to bring a lot of her worlds together from other books. That's not too much of a spoiler, but just little Easter egg hints have been happening. So I am curious where this, like, where Sarah's full map is going.
0: Oh, yes. And then in some interview, I think it was leaked. I don't know if we were supposed to know about the interview, but apparently... There, it was leaked that there might be something going on with Hunt where Ooh. they, Bryce and Hunt, don't end up together by the end of the book or something to that effect. So I'm like, I don't know if that was true or just people speculating, but now I feel so invested <laughs> in reading it. I'll, yeah, I'll drink tea to that. 100%. Okay. Next on the list, number eight is The Fury by Alex Michaelides. Michaelides. I don't know how to say his name, but he wrote The Silent Patient, which Ooh, I loved. Such a good book. Which is a thriller and thriller mystery, and this is another thriller mystery. Um it is this locked room mystery. Follows a former movie star trapped on a private Greek island with her best friends and a murderer. Not to mention plenty of simmering grievances and a thirst for revenge. So it sounds like it's dishing out all the best things in a thriller. I'm expri- excited to read something that has a surprise ending. Mm. I feel like I didn't see anything coming in The Silent Patient. It was the first time I've been yeah. surprised by a book in a while. So that's why it's on our list at number eight.
1: Number nine on the list is Somewhere Beyond the Sea by T.J. Klune, which is book two in the House in the Cerulean Sea series. So I'm really excited about this one because um, when I read The House in the Cerulean Sea, it immediately topped one of my like best books of the year. And now it's like in my my like list of books i always recommend to people totally i had no clue who's gonna make it a series so this i was... didn't
0: know either until i read uh, like i started doing yeah. some research on goodreads and um the first book i feel like is firmly in the genre of middle grade ya yeah. like this one actually kind of it's gonna take it kinda... up to adult a little bit more i think it's ya to adult Ooh, it's kind of about this it this is so. gonna be great so mm-hmm.
1: i'm really excited about this one um Along with all of TJ Klune's books, there's going to be some LGBT queer um, representation, which I love. This is going to have fantasy and romance. And as Alex mentioned, it's going to kind of do a little bit of crossover with like yeah. young adult and adult. And the little Goodreads snippet on this one says, Arthur Parnassus is the master of a strange orphanage on a distant and pe- peculiar island. And he hopes to soon be the adoptive father to the six dangerous and magical children who live there. So, oh my gosh, can I adopt him? I love this. Okay. And his books are just, they're always so beautiful. They're touching. They're moving. They speak on different levels, which is why I am so drawn to him and very excited about it. Okay. I should stop talking. I'm just fangirling now. So why don't you round us out with number 10? All right. Number
0: 10 is The Tempest of Tea by Hafsa Faisal. And I'm pretty sure I said that right. Forgive Appreciate. us if yeah. not. Please forgive us if not. Um, but this is book number one in a new series. So if yeah. you know anything about Huffsell, she wrote We Hunt the Flame, yes. which was an excellent fantasy series. Mm-hmm. Just like... Great YA fantasy. And that's what this one is, too. It has all the things we love. This has vampires, a band of misfits, a top-secret vampire society, and alluring adversaries. Arati Casimir is a criminal mastermind and collector of secrets. Her prestigious tea room transforms into an illegal bloodhouse by Dark, catering to vampires feared by society. Isn't that rad? We're getting like a vampire resurgence. We are. I am so
1: happy about it. <laughs> I
0: know. I was like, half the books have vampires. And also, we just did an interview with Jay Kristoff. Yes. So Empire of the Vampire. I'm like, it is the rise of the vampire. Oh,
1: gosh. This is amazing.
0: I'm so excited. I know. There's vampire brides in the br- the one, the Allie Hazelwood yes. one. Yeah. Anyways. That's number 10. And I'm really stoked for 2024. I feel like yeah. it's we've got some really great fiction
1: happening. Oh, we have some epic books coming. Yeah. And I'm very excited to get into these because I know we're going to be talking about a lot of these next year. Yep. Okay. Well, that rounds us out, I think, for today. It's Fun Friday.
0: Fun Friday. Fun Friday. Awesome. And please make sure to take a minute to rate and review us. It makes it possible for us to continue the podcast. And we're so grateful to all of you for doing so. Yeah. And like a good book, recommend us to your friends.